Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Alex Grodnick, and this is Moving Up, a podcast about secrets to success, struggles along the way, and life in general. Today in the pod, Tracy Davies, the CEO of Money 2020. It's only fitting that after doing all these podcasts at Money 2020, we hear from the CEO herself and have a deep dive into the conference business. What drives people to come, what they look for, and what keeps them coming back. Super interesting conversation here. Tracy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you it's, for having me. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, it's only fitting that I'm, we're at Money 2020. I'm doing all these podcasts. Got to have the woman who runs Money 2020. Yeah, well, I'm honored. Uh, I've uh, done only done one podcast before. It's very exciting. This is a big one, I hear. <laughs> well, yeah, so... Um, I guess let's uh, let's get into the early days of Tracy's career. Are you thinking you're going to run conferences when you're a grown up? Like how? No. How, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who would want to do that? No, that would be crazy. Uh, no, completely different. My background is uh, I did a, a year in fashion uh, when I left university. I have a history degree, and uh, it wasn't for me. But so most of my career has been spent in the media. So most of my career is sales. And then as I progressed through sales, I worked on national newspapers. I'm a Brit, you might tell from my accent. Um, so I worked on national newspapers and I moved into magazines. Do you remember those? They're sort of non-digital sort of things. And uh, and I moved up and then became a general manager, managing director, and now president of Money 2020. Right. So the beginning part of your career is is, is well in fashion. And as you said, that that industry wasn't for you or the job wasn't for you. What, what was it? Both, oh. I think. It's fabulous. Let me not. Uh, I don't want to diss the fashion industry. It's a fabulous global industry. But no, uh, I think sales was my calling. Sure. And um, so I got into sales. Like a lot of people, I fell into it. happened to be quite good at it. And then moved through the ranks into management. You're talking about um, uh, selling ads in these various media yeah, publications. selling ads. And then I moved on to, um, you know, customer solutions and selling bigger customer solutions and moving through that way. And that obviously ties in with a lot of what you do in events, because if I look at Money 2020 and the kind of stuff we do, you know, you've only got to look at our show floor here. You've got lots of really exciting activations like the garden where you can have your meeting sitting on a swing. You know, you've got the um, connections lounge that we work with PayPal. You know, we're, we're used to creating lots of exciting experiences with our customers. And so, um, you know, that's a lot of the background I had in sales is creating things for customers to help them showcase their brand. And that's a lot of what we do here is help brands show up in different ways because there's a lot of exciting brands in this in this industry. So, you know, most of my time was in sales. And then I, you know, quite early on became um, a GM, a general manager, MD. Uh, and then I ran media brands. And then as I was running media brands, a lot of media brands, as you'll know, have events. Mm -hmm. um, so they'll have uh, the written form, they have digital, they have print. And they diversify and you diversify so that you have different revenue streams, but also so you can connect with your customers. So then I started to run a lot of events 
when I came to Money 2020 in 2016, it's the first time I'd run just an events business. And, um, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of hard work, but it's a lot of fun. Right. So what's that like, you know, obviously the, the whole thing kind of revolves around sales, but yeah. moving from the selling of like you're selling, you have the inventory versus moving to the, the company side where you're, where you're buying the inventory. Buying the inventory in which way? Um, so it sounds like you're like when you're working for a magazine or yeah. a, a newspaper, like you have a placement and you're selling that placement to to a bit yeah. brand. And now you're talking about you know working really closely with brands. Is is it all synergistic or is there like are there two sides to it? Yeah, I mean I think it's very similar actually because if you think of what we do at a show, we have uh, content. You know, our our product here is the, whatever, 450 plus speakers that are going out on those stages. That's our product. That's what people come to do here. They come to see the the speakers and hear the sessions and they come to connect. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are the two reasons that people come. I'm coming to learn. I'm coming to connect. And usually people want to do a bit of both. And then, you know, you have the, uh, the, the way the brands show up. So you have sort of different dynamics going on when you're running a show. But it's quite similar to magazines and websites right. where you're writing articles and people are consuming them and you have advertising. I mean, the, the structure of the model is, is very similar. Um, it's just that you do it all in a very condensed four-day period. Yeah, I mean, everyone, this is like, it seems like so many things in life have become like where there's there's one of everything now. So like every town, you know, has maybe one bookstore and one conference. Like everything, there's like everything has moved into like having like a mega yep. or something. Um, and you guys are like the fintech mega. I mean, this is like fintech summer camp here. You're coming yeah. here. It's so great. I that, love that. Yeah, doing this in Vegas because I go to all these conferences in San Francisco yeah. and they're fine during the day. And then as soon as it hits five o'clock, everyone just evaporates because like, they can't, they're going home here. It's like you put everyone on the, on a central you know, yeah, on an you know? island and it's like <laughs> here, become friends, learn, mix, mingle. And so it's, yeah, it's really I cool. Think it's, you pick up on a really important point, you know, what money 2020 did right at the start back in 2012, we're now eight years old, was about ecosystem. And, and that's because the way money's changed is, you know, where it's moved from cash to obviously more digital, everyone has to work together. That's how this industry works, you know, banks and payments and who would be, you know, look at the whole Calibra piece. And then, you know, we're hearing, you know, you've got Apple Pay working with X and you've got, you know, PayPal working with Y and, you know, that's how this industry works. Right. You know, money's too big. You know, they all partner and work together. And back in 2012, um, there were lots of siloed shows. There's one for the banks or there's one for the payments. Or there's one for the startups. What Money 2020 did is bring that together. Um, as you say, in some, summer camp, I love that term, uh, we call it ecosystem. We brought the whole ecosystem together in one place for four days so that those cross, um, cross border as such, but you know, cross industry conversations could happen and those partnerships could be uh, born. And that's still what we do today. So that ecosystem, and obviously the ecosystem has changed. Look at the opening morning or the, the opening keynotes yesterday, Monday morning here. You had Uber followed by Facebook or Calibra and followed by PayPal. I mean, you've got, you've got big tech platforms right. there. I'm not sure it would have looked like that back in 2012. PayPal would have been, but maybe, but not Uber, obviously, uh, and maybe not Facebook then. Um, so I think we are the ecosystem. Um, I think I might change that to summer camp. I think that sounds a fun term, um, but that's what we are. We bring <laughs> everyone together under one roof for four days. 
Love it. Full crazy days. Yeah. So uh, I'd love to hear a little bit about like, you know, how this conference comes together. I mean, it's like <laughs> such a big undertaking, right? And it probably, I mean, I'm sure you're starting already thinking about next year and the year after, like, uh, what's your team like? How does, how does, how does, how did the sales for, work for this? How, how do you kind of create the demand oh. that, so that everyone has to come to this? Yeah. That's a big question. Yeah. And obviously we don't just do USA. Uh, Vegas is eight years old, um, but I also do Europe. That's four years old. And I have Asia, Pan-Asia show from Singapore. So we're doing three of these a year. Now Vegas is the older one mm-hmm. and the biggest. Um, so it's an all year round operation, team of about 80 based in New York, London and Singapore um, and some in Hong Kong actually. Um, so it's all year round. Now we are what, Tuesday of the show. Uh, we are customers already booking their spaces for next year here. So um, that's a traditional thing that we do. So customers are uh, have been and have been since since yesterday morning booking their slots. So uh, you'll have got people booking for next year because obviously they want to make sure they've got their prime locations um, to capture, uh, you know, the customers and have meet existing customers and new customers. So it's just constant. The idea that we go away and have a, a sort of a sleep now till Christmas, I'm afraid, is is a bit of a dream. I think uh, you know events used to be like that, but it's all year round. So we're already rebooking delegates for next year. They're buying their passes, some of them, uh, and then we'll be opening for Dece- in December for for next year's show. So it's year round. We'll already be thinking about speakers for next year. Um, so events is is hard work. It's a lot of fun. That we have a great time here, and we'll all be a little bit sad tomorrow when the show closes because you work so hard for it. Yeah, it's like a, you're um, launching a product and then yeah, and then and, the, and, it, and then it's gone. Yeah. I mean, it, you will be amazed at how quickly the show comes down, and that's sad because you know we we enjoy it. They're really hard work, but we work all year round. Um, and we will be we are taking daily polls from customers while we're here about what's working, what's not working. Um, and you know, we're already forming our plans for next year. So it's pretty relentless, but a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm sure. So Tracy, it seems like like a big trend in the world these days is like people searching for a connection, right? Cause we're also yep. disconnected. So, uh, I mean, it's probably a great time to be in, in, the in the events business, but like I said, it's like, things are probably becoming more competitive than ever of like yeah. competing for that. So like, how do you, how do you see the market? Yeah, it does become more competitive and there's lots of ways to connect. But it's funny, I was talking to a customer this morning who was saying that they met someone here that they've been trying to meet for a long time and they bumped into them in Vegas because look, there are a lot of digital channels. We all use digital channels. I, I use every digital channel going in order to attract customers and uh, and get my message out there. But I still think you can't replace face-to-face contact. Um, you know, as humans, we want, we want to connect yeah. and, you know, of course the conference calling has been around forever, but I don't know about you. I sit on a ton of conference calls. It's not as great as seeing my team in New York face to face. So I think events have a really dynamic and, um, uh, bright future, but you do have to work harder. So, you know, no longer can you get customers turning up at an event and just off you go, fill your boots, you know thousands of people here, you know, we really have to think about how we help customers connect. They expect that they pay, you know, we are, you know, our pricing is two and a half thousand dollars, three thousand dollars for passes, depending on when you buy, you know, people want the return on investment. We all do, you know, it's natural. So we have to work hard to make sure we deliver. So some of the things that we do, you know, we've now developed the functionality in our app 
where you can book meetings through the app. Now, we launched that last year and we saw really good adoption. So I think about something like seven or 800 meetings were done through the app. When we came on site, we were north of 3,000 meetings um, already pre-booked. There are 4,500 as of now, I think, and it's going up by the minute. And, you know, so we are helping customers connect using digital in a physical event. So I think the, the bringing together digital and physical is really important. Uh, now there's a lot of serendipity. You bump into someone in the Starbucks line or, I mean, or that's, whatever. That's that a happens. huge piece of it, yeah. I mean, it's obviously not serendipity because everyone here is in the, in the money We space. like to think it's serendipity. Yeah, yeah. it's managed serendipity. Oh, this, the, but, you know, the app is AI powered. It's learning who you're connecting with. It sees which meetings you're making and it learns uh, more people like this or, you know, the clever AI stuff. I'm no AI expert. So you have to really invest in those kinds of things. We have lots of physical meetups, you know, where people come along at this time. We do a lot for first timers. It's quite, it's quite a big show and people get a bit overwhelmed about what, how do I find this and what should I do and can you give me some tips? Right. So we now do a lot of programs for first timers to help them orientate when they're here. So I think, you know, it is competitive. There are lots of ways to connect and you have to work hard to make sure that customers get their value. Every, every product and every brand has to do that. Right. We are no different. And there's some of the ways that we've looked at them. Yeah. And I mean, this year, especially, but, but every year I, I, I find some of this beat the, the, uh, panels and speeches so interesting. I'm like, really amazing stuff. I mean, I'm a podcast addict, obviously, and I listen to all these guys on podcasts, but then you come here and maybe it's the face-to-face thing, but maybe it's the person who's asking them questions. They're always so good. So like, how does, where does the content come from? Like, how did you have a, you have a content team that, that yep. comes up with who's coming and how they're coming? And yep. We have, each show has a dedicated team in the market. Um, so I have a team in New York who, and, and they're talking to customers, they're researching, we're coming up with a theme. So before Christmas, we'll be coming up with what do we think are the big questions? What are the themes? They have thousands of conversations. Then we open for submissions. So people submit to say, I'd like to speak. This is what I'd like to speak about. We go through all of those. And gradually we whittle that down uh, and you know, that we've got what we think are the key questions that people need answering. And then we put the program together. But I mean, there's 450, 460 speakers here. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a phenomenal range um, of content in, you know, five or six different theaters. You know, you've got the sort of pop-up theaters in the open air. You've got the, I mean, the inspiration peak stage, which is our, what you know, Trisha know is a keynote stage, your main stage. Uh, you know, there's there's thousands of chairs in there. It's a big old room. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's a, a proper show. I mean, it's a really exciting production. This is my happens. third year coming to this. About how many how many people come to this every year? Uh, well, we uh, it's north of 10,000. More than 10,000 people. And yeah, when... Like I'd never been to a conference like this before. I remember my first year, and I went back home and I told my friends, "I'm like, oh my, you've never seen so many people, and like, you don't know what breakfast for ten thousand people looks like." And that, <laughs> like, these are the complexities of 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 everyday food. Food is food and coffee and content. They are the most important food, things. Food, coffee, content. It. Food, coffee, content, and um, sometimes, depending on the night before, might be coffee, food, content. Obviously, uh, we had our big uh, one of our big parties at Omnia last night, and so there's a lot of people needing some coffee this morning. I think to get going but yeah it's a massive food production because we provide breakfast every day we provide lunch every day we provide food all day long and you know we want people to have a great time um we want them to you know to come here and want to be here yeah and food and that community aspect and you know we've created something this year called the garden with the swings and you can sit in there and have food and you know it's about having a great time this is a fun industry and there's a lot of really exciting things going on with money and we want people to 
spend time here and enjoy it. And they do. And food is part of that experience. And um, our food production is, uh, you know, <laughs> is big. Right. So, I mean, everything you're describing about of like the food, the coffee, the content and bringing people together. I mean, it's all about just delighting users. Yeah. I mean, we set out to do that. I right. mean, live events are unpredictable. Uh, you know, you can't, we can't delight right, everyone. The weather, all of the the weather was, was, was not good for the yeah, pool party. So, well, I had a party without a pool. So, you know, that, that exactly. That's, you know, Sunday morning, we were faced with a weather situation here uh, in uh, Nevada and Las Vegas, where the winds were up and the pools were closed and, you know, we couldn't do it. Now, what are we going to do? Are we going to sort of start crying? And no, you have to find a plan. And so we moved the whole party down to where the keynote stage, the Inspiration Peak stage was, and we just switched it up. So it was a, a pool party without a pool. And I think everyone had a great time. Fun, and, yeah. uh, you know, I, they stayed uh, seemingly late into the night. So now they loved it so much. They're telling me they want us to do that every Sunday. And then we'll just, they want us to add a pool party on. So, but live events are unpredictable. And, um, you know, you have situations like that and you just have to adapt. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. As long as you had this year, there was a, a waffle cone filled with macaroni and cheese. And I had that. And fried and shrimp, shrimp on top of yeah, it. Yeah, that was good. I was like, wow. Oh my God. Some, someone said to me, we should just be a food festival. Maybe we should just drop the FinTech and just do the food because the food is always so good at Money 2020. Well, but that's, I'm, that's your product expansion for you. That's exactly. That's We're going to become a food festival with a bit of FinTech. But um, yeah, the food is good. And, uh, you know, it comes back to the, you know, it's people have choices about how they do business and how they connect. And my job is to make sure that they choose Money 2020. And we invest a lot of money to make sure that it's a fun experience that we have. You know, it's not all about food. We have great speakers and, uh, you know, things like we talked about the apps to help people connect and do meetings. We've got, you know, phenomenal expo floor with booths of really exciting companies. You have to do everything. There's not one thing. You have to have great evening things. You have to have great app. You have to have great pro. It's just, you know, it's you have to get everything attention right. Attention to the, to the details or yeah, I mean, the way I mean, people move through the conference and the way things are set up and the look. I mean, it's just like uh, it's just like an app. Like, I mean, the, the, I saw the demo for the Uber app and like the numbers shake when you touch it. And like, so it's just these little tiny things that make it a delightful yeah, experience. And look, we don't get it right all the time. Right. I'm not going to set out and tell you that we're perfect. You know, we're not. And our customers are very vocal and they tell us. And, you know, this year we've implemented, we, we're surveying our customers constantly during the day. They can rate all of the sessions. And then every night we are polling them to say, right, what do we do today? What was good today? What wasn't good? We sit down as a leadership team every night on site and we go through how was today, what worked, what didn't work, what do we got to get right for tomorrow. We're reviewing what the customer is now telling us in real time and we're trying to fix it. So, you know, we had some feedback that it felt a bit cold in some of the areas. So now we're adjusting the temperatures, you know, but as we know. Some people like it hot, some people like it cold, but we have to listen um, and we will do more research per show. Um, you have to listen to the customer because if we don't, they just won't come back. They won't buy the tickets, they yeah. won't buy the booths. And, you know, there are plenty of events that have fallen by the wayside. So, you know, we need to, yeah, so to make sure we do that. Tracy, last question here. We've talked about the attention to detail and delighting mm -hmm. users. So, and the, the kind of the tailwinds of the connection, but how do you continue to, to stay top of mind and to stay relevant, you know, in, in this business? And what's the future of the conference? That's a really good question. I think it is probably a summation of what we've talked about. We have to focus on detail. You know, the two, let's remember why people come here. They come here to learn and they come here to connect. They are the two overriding things. So we always come back to how does that help our customer connect 
And is that good learning? I.e., is it the right speakers, the most topical speakers, the best speaker? Um, oh, have we got the right topics? Are we covering? Are we adding new stuff? Um, so we we focus on those two things. Now, obviously, the experience goes around it, but we've talked a lot about the the shrimp in the cone that yeah. I know was your personal favorite. So um, we just have to focus on the two things that deliver ROI. Are they meeting the right people? And are they learning about the future of money? And if we do those things and we just double down on those, you know, I hope that we'll be here for a long time. Yeah, well, when I think of conferences, this is the only one that I like get excited about coming to. So really great job. Thanks so much for sitting down here. I wish yeah, you guys very welcome. continued you. success here and, and really just thanks again. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for listening today. If you like moving up, the best way you can support us is by telling your friends and leaving a review on iTunes. Thanks. 